Good morning, everyone. Christina Banfield here, welcoming you back to Reframe Anxiety, Boost Your Sanity. I started this event because of my overall, overall curiosity of, yes, learning about how to manage the overwhelm, but more than anything, to learn how to peel back the layers of connecting with ourselves. I believe that part of our human experience is to learn how to connect with ourselves so we can have the momentum for a life filled, uh, filled with vitality. So your journey of propelling your momentum continues today as we explore various ways of how to develop a mindfulness practice. And today we'll be exploring mindfulness in terms of meditation styles with Michelle Maddox. And Michelle Maddox is the founder of Sedona Meditation Experiences where she helps spiritual travelers experience the, the peace and power of Sedona through meditation and mindfulness experiences in nature. And she blends the harmony of being in nature with powerful awareness practices to help those who are new to meditation or experienced meditators and everyone in between to deepen their understanding understanding of meditation techniques and what works best for them. And most of all, I brought Michelle on today because I believe there's a true opportunity to connect with ourselves through meditation. I've found various practices for myself and some work better for me than others. And that's the opportunity I want to give you all on today are the different, um, modalities around it so you could pick the ones that work best for you. So Michelle will be sharing her insights around what meditation is all about, a few techniques and tips of how to get started because we know it sometimes can be overwhelming of, of where to start. So thank you, Michelle. Thank you for joining us today. And if you want to say hi to everyone. Sure. Hi. Hi, everybody. I'm really pleased to be here. It's a gorgeous day where I am here in Sedona. You can see I'm outside soaking up the sun and just enjoying nature. And I really hope that this comes through and that you can pick up on some of the peace and tranquility of nature. I'm thrilled to be here and I look forward to uh, sharing what I can about mindfulness, meditation, and other awareness practices. Mm, yes, absolutely. Um, I had met Michelle actually um, when I went for a trip in Sedona and I had such a wonderful experience with her that I was like, oh, I got to bring her on. <laughs> She's had, she has a lot of tools to share. So um, that's what we're going to dig in today. And um, so let's, let's get started, right? Sure. So, you know, there's a lot of views of how to get into meditation, but bottom line, it's like, what do you see of the purpose being for meditation and and why is it that some people are gravitated to it um what are what's that what's that energy pulling yeah well you know now more than ever people are stressed out and a lot of people suffer from anxiety um, the pandemic hasn't helped in fact it's made it a lot more challenging for people who are suddenly you know, left without the normal social interactions and maybe the support that we're used to having and just the, the levity mm. of being able to be together. So meditation is really a powerful tool 
for managing stress of all sorts. I think that's where it starts for a lot of us these days. We're overwhelmed with stress. And um, stress, it's funny, it's like, it's like a gooey substance you can imagine that just sticks to your nervous system. And it continues to stay there, attracting more and more and more goo. And if you don't do anything about it, which many people don't, don't manage stress at all, your nervous system just gets completely overwhelmed. And, you know, that's the feeling of, um, you know, losing it over some simple thing when somebody says the wrong thing or one little thing doesn't go your way and you just have a meltdown. That's a really good indication that you're stressed out. So meditation <laughs> is, is such a powerful tool to um, help get that goo off of your nervous system. And um, people are gravitating towards it because it works. It's simple. You know, you don't need to subscribe to a gym or buy special clothes or do anything to meditate. You know, it's something you can do freely. And there's loads of support from people like me and others out there um, that guide you through meditations, help you stay true to your practice, help you deepen your practice. And it works. Absolutely. It does. And it works, especially when you find one that resonates with you, you know, yes, and, and something that fits into your lifestyle and, and your vision of what you're going for. Um, Absolutely. And that brings me to the question of, you know, what's the goal of meditation? It's, you know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I can't sit still for five minutes. And that's impossible not to think of anything. Um, it, it's sometimes it's like, well, that's not necessarily the goal. So I'd love your perspective on, on that as well. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, it's actually one of the misperceptions of meditation that you have to clear your mind, you know, and if you can't do that, then you just can't meditate. Nobody can clear their mind. You know, if we could, we all would, but what we can do is, um, manage, you know, how we deal with our thoughts and, you know, there's not one technique that's right for everyone. So there's not a piece of advice that I can give for everyone. But I will say that trying different things, like just getting out there and trying things is so important. Because you're not going to know what works for you until you actually try it. So be curious, you know, try that YouTube video that you saw, try the app that your friend recommended, whatever, but just you know, see what works for you and let go of how long you think you're supposed to meditate. You know, just let it be a minute. Surely you can find a minute and just sit and, you know, follow your breath or sit and feel the sensations in your body. And that minute will fly by. Maybe the next day you increase it a minute and a half, two minutes, and just build from there. Yes, actually, <clears throat> all those little baby steps, right? absolutely build upon and mm -hmm. you know the the process of connecting with ourselves happens gradually upon various different reflections and opportunities that we give ourselves to to be familiar with sensations in our body or the thoughts that are running through our heads or what's triggering those thoughts to manifest in the first place and I'm curious as far as how can meditation be used to connect with ourselves and open our mindset when anxiety is at a high. Yeah, it's uh, paradoxical sometimes, you know, meditation is um, really tapping into the peace that's within us. 
but to get there, we've got to deal with all the stuff, you know, this thick layer of thoughts and stress. So, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of ways to deal with getting past the stress and tapping into the peace. I think the, the important thing to remember is that it's already in you. You know, it's not something you have to reach out or find or discover. You just have to tap into it for yourself. And the way that you do that, you know, is it's really the technique. There's different meditation techniques. Sometimes it's paying attention to your breath. Sometimes it's visualizing. Um, but what happens is when you sit down and focus on one thing, whether it's the visualization or your breath or a sensation in your body, whatever the focus is, you can let your busy mind be as busy as it wants to be, but right there, you know, noticing all the sensations in your body, for example, there's a lot for your mind to get busy with. Mm -hmm. And as your mind kind of locks into um, staying focused right there, and when your attention wanders, you bring it back right there. Pretty soon, you know, you move past that busyness, that kind of layer of anxiety in the mind, and you settle down, and your emotions get to settle down, because emotions often get stirred up by thoughts. And when everything settles, that's when your nervous system is able to just unplug and relax. And that's a huge part of what meditation is. It's getting to that place where you can let your nervous system just unravel. Mm -hmm. It's not about the mind at all. It seems like it is, right? Because you're managing the thoughts. But when you sink in and get past the thoughts, you're really um, just being with your nervous system, letting it open up. And peace comes naturally. You know, it's not, it's not a trick. You know, it's not something that is only for the spiritually cool kids out there. It's within <laughs> everybody. You know, it's just getting to that place. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, meditation, it's, it's definitely a tool of how to manage, manage the mind. Um, but at the same time, it's not even about managing the mind as much as it is just being with it. <laughs> right. And... And I, I know you mentioned a little bit of the benefits of it, of the nervous system and calming the nervous system down. And I'm curious to, to, to hear about what other benefits you've seen in the clients you've worked with and within yourself of shifts that have significantly opened up because of meditation work. Sure. Yeah, I, I will say that I think the um, calming of the nervous system is really the key. And all of the benefits kind of stem from that. So if, if you imagine, like, if you're stressed out all the time, not only do you have pain in your body and, you know, your body's not really feeling good, um, but your emotions are kind of the same way. When you when that opens up and starts to unwind, energy naturally moves through your body. There's just an ease at being in your body and ease at letting your emotions move through you. And that goes a long way. Mm -hmm. um, some of the benefits that I've seen, I think probably one of the biggest ones is that people realize that, yeah, I can meditate. 
you know, maybe they've um, never really worked with a teacher before, you know, they've, they're trying to just self-teach, which is fine. It's a great way to start, but you can only go so far on your own. And when you work with somebody who can help you deepen your understanding and really demonstrate, that's kind of what it is. It's like demonstrating and holding the energy for you to find those places within yourself where you can really go deeper. I've seen tremendous changes. Um, specific things that I've observed in people. I think one of the biggest ones is um, having that moment to pause. When something in the world or even in your mind happens to kind of trigger you, we're, we're so um, trained you know, to follow a programmed series of responses. But when you get a little bit of space between the trigger and how you choose to respond and how, instead of how you just automatically respond, it just, it's huge. It's huge. You know, you, it's almost just that moment of, you know, I don't need to go there. I don't mm -hmm. need to lose my cool. I don't need to get all defensive. I don't need to shut down. You know, it gives you that moment to just choose. I'm going to just let this flow over me and see what happens. And you break those ingrained patterns of behavior, little bit at a time, but very, very powerful. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, the benefits, like you said, are, are pretty much endless in terms of after the nervous system's calm, you, uh, you're open to a lot more of the, the things that are in front of you of not being triggered by <laughs> the small things and, and sometimes even the big things. And if you do feel triggered, it's much easier to adapt to that moment um, and show up in a better way for yourself. Um, right, it, it turns into a, a, a learning you know, a, a healing in the sense of you get to watch yourself go through something instead of just going through it blindly. Yeah, absolutely. And so that brings me to these techniques, these various techniques that you've utilized. And we talked a little bit about the visualization and I just want to help people understand the differences between meditation. We've talked a little bit about box breathing, um, but as far as meditation itself and the different types, I'd love to get into a little bit of the meat so that way people can start researching, oh, that one sounds kind of interesting. And then they go find uh, a video about that. And of course, your free gift is going to help with that as well. But Sure. Yeah. So in the world of meditation, there's, uh, there's a lot of techniques. There's a lot of lineages. You know, there's a lot of things out there that are kind of confusing when you don't have the right vocabulary or understanding of how to sort of categorize them. So I find it useful to um, break things down into a, a couple of broad categories. And the general category of kind of all the meditations that I tend to work with is mindfulness, where there's some focus for your mind. It can be the breath, it can be a mantra, which is uh, an expression or sometimes like a, almost like a sentence that you're either internally saying in your mind or maybe listening to a recording of or perhaps chanting out loud. Mm -hmm. um, like OM is the stereotypical where you're just repeating that over and over. Um, there's sensation in the body, like a body scan type of meditation where you're 
you know, going through and really visiting each part of your body and really feeling sensations that, you know, maybe you don't notice because, you know, you keep your attention in one place. And how often do you put your attention in your left elbow, for example? What's going on over there? So all of these techniques have something for you to focus on so that when your mind wanders away, which it will, you come back to that focus. It's like an anchor that keeps pulling your attention back. So whether it's breath or a visualization or a mantra, um, they all serve that same purpose, even though each of those techniques is going to really flavor the meditation differently. So a breath awareness meditation is going to be very, very different from a mantra meditation, but the anchor is there. Another category of meditation, which is a little more, I don't like to say advanced because the ego loves that, right? Oh, I'm an advanced meditator, (laughs) (laughs) but it's different, Um, is called open awareness, where you don't just have one focus working as the anchor. Instead, you kind of let your mind um, drift around. It's not getting lost in daydreams, not that kind of drift. But it's almost as if you're watching the clouds pass by in the sky, you know, and you're not really getting all locked into any one cloud, but you're just kind of aware that, yeah, these clouds are going by. And in your meditation, it can be like, oh, look, I'm worried about, you know, next week or whatever. Or, oh, there's that feeling in my body again. Or there's that funky mood that always seems to descend upon me. Whatever it is, you're just kind of watching these things move through you without really getting, um, you know, lost or sucked into the drama of any one of them. So those are kind of the two broad categories, uh, but there's a lot of variety within them. Uh, Excellent. I think that's very helpful to, I love the anchoring um, because, yeah, we can often get lost in the vortex of thoughts, right? And when we do have that that center of focus of like, oh, wait, I'm getting distracted. Okay, I need to come back to this. <laughs> it helps so much to just guide yourself through getting started. And uh, that's how I started off was more through um, more through the breath and intertwining breath work and meditation can be so powerful once you get into the groove of it and you start developing your practice and so I, I really appreciate your insights around that. And um, so as far as like getting started, what are some of the tips of starting a meditation practice or a mindfulness practice that you would, you would tell people right now? Sure. So for meditation, I would say um, experiment. An experiment can go for the type of meditation, you know, experiment with breath, experiment with mantra, try all the different techniques. Uh, But experiment also means like time of day. Are you best meditating first thing in the morning? You know, some people are. I personally am not. I've tried it and I'm just not a morning person. I like to have a little day under my belt before I meditate. Um, But a lot of people, they wake up first thing in the morning, go to the bathroom and then meditate, kind of get it out of the way. So just put on your adventure cap and explore, you know, try different places. Do you like to meditate outdoors? Maybe you have your favorite spot inside. 
how about that chair, a cushion? What if you sit up in bed? What if you sit cross-legged? What if you stretch your legs out? You're not going to know what works till you try. So I say, um, you know, commit to experimenting. And while you're experimenting, keep the time really accessible, like maybe three minutes. I'm going to meditate for three minutes. And, you know, try it outside, try it inside, try it in all these different ways that I said. But experiment and see what really seems to work for you. And once you kind of hone in on that, then you can explore maybe longer meditation period. Or maybe, um, you know, try that one technique that you heard about. Or try, what if I get a Zafu cushion, for example, and try sitting on that <laughs> or whatever. But build the repetition, you know, by experimenting. Lock in on what works and then, you know, see what kind of variety you would like to introduce to that. But get away from the shoulds, you know. I have to meditate for 15 minutes. I have to sit cross-legged. I have to whatever. Just let all that go and see what works for you. Absolutely. I think those are great tips because oftentimes it's more of like a, all right, I got to do it. I got to do it first thing in the morning, get it, get it out of the way. And <laughs> well, it, it's, if you're developing a practice that's supposed to be helping you and you're having this resistance towards it so much because you're trying it in the morning, when realistically, maybe in the evening, like yourself, it really works better for you, then do it. You know, it's, there's no real blueprint of how it all should unfold. And I love that you're, you're saying, put your, just explore it and put your adventure cap, cap on because that's part of the journey of, of exploring and connecting with yourself is is that curiosity and the openness you have during that process. So thank you. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is something that you're doing for yourself and it's, it's got to fit for you. And just because yeah. somebody else says it's got to be done this way. Okay. Good for them. You know, it's what works for you that matters. Yeah. And I know that you do most of your meditations outdoors. And even then it's like, you don't have to meditate outdoors but there are extra benefits of meditating outside if, you're, if nature re really resonates with you. And if you could maybe share about why you like to meditate outside and, and why you take most of your clients outdoors as well. Oh, sure. Oh, my gosh. I love being outdoors. Just love it. And I live someplace. I live in Sedona, someplace that it's beautiful year round. It can get really hot. It can get cold. But for the most part, it's really beautiful. I love the harmony in nature. I love, you know, to be able to hear the birds. I like to smell the earth. I like to find rocks to sit on. I just love to be outdoors that way. And I don't know, to me, it's very sacred and very spiritual to just bond with the earth and really open up to the energy that's around me. And, you know, meditate in that kind of environment. Mm. The people that I meditate with here, people come to Sedona because of the beauty. They're turned on by the earth here. It's gorgeous red rocks. It's amazing energy. It's outdoors. And so it's not a hard sell, you know, to take people out and um, teach them to meditate. People want to be outside here instead of inside. 
But there's mm-hmm. lots of places, the beach, the mountains, a forest, you know, a park, sometimes just your backyard or patio, um, you know, just see how it feels. Open yourself up. And I don't know, I talk to nature. You know, I talk to the rocks here. I talk to the trees. I feel like I have a real relationship with the nature spirits. And I kind of encourage people to develop that um, relationship with nature if they haven't already done so. Absolutely. I mean, after all, it is supporting our life force. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our ability to have clean air. So express Mm -hmm. some gratitude for the environment is always a a great thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's see, you had your free gift and I'd be curious to know if you could tell us a little bit about that before we close it up, but how, how people can best utilize the free gift and, and what it's, what technique is that? Sure. Yeah. So the gift that I put together is um, a meditation technique that you can sample. It's called self-inquiry. And it's just like it sounds, you're inquiring of yourself. You're asking questions to yourself. And it's not so much so you can think up an answer. You know, it's not to get your mind going. But it's more like um, dropping a pebble in a pond and feeling the ripples of the answer that come through you. Some people are very intuitive and an answer may, you know, bubble up right away and they get, you know, the answer. Um, Sometimes you have to sit with it a while. Maybe the answer doesn't come during the meditation, but it comes later in the day or maybe the next day. But if you don't ask the question, you're not going to get the answer. So self-inquiry meditation is a way for you to engage with yourself and ask big questions um, about, you know, in this case, uh, what's true about your life now. We've been in this quarantine stage now for almost a year and it's really changed, you know, our, our lives, right? What was what you were probably thinking your year was going to look like last year is pretty different than how it's gone and looks this year. So I find it's really important to ask yourself those big questions. Am I still on track with, you know, the goals that I had created for myself? Have they maybe shifted and I need to update um, how I think about what I want for myself? Mm-hmm. So my special gift is a meditation. You'll get some meditation time in but you'll also um, receive some valuable insight from your own self. Mm, That's beautiful. Thank you, Michelle. That's a great offering. Oh, my Uh, pleasure. Yeah. Self-inquiry is, it's so important to reflect, right? And, and when you can reflect in a space where you're actually calm enough to sit with the, the reality or the, the uncomfortable <laughs> aspects that might be bubbling up and actually look at them. That's a really powerful thing. So you can gain the lesson that is in it or start developing a mindset around it that is healthier to move forward. And um, it sounds like your meditation is, it's along those lines, which is so fabulous because sometimes we need to shift that mindset and it's not always easy to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Just like we have the peace inside of us, we also have the wisdom inside of us. And it's just really getting to the place where um, you can access it and listen. And of course, like I said, you're not going to get answers if you don't ask the questions. So 
that's the that's the heart of the special gift yes leading with curiosity right there (laughs) (laughs) all right so before we close out here in one word or sentence what inspires you oh that's easy nature inspires me I had a feeling that was going to be the answer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's just easy. Can come outside and see the beautiful sunrise or watch the moon come up or any number of things is inspirational. Mm, absolutely. I'm a big nature lover myself. So I am a plus one on that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm. Thank you, Michelle, for joining us today. And, um, I look forward to reconnecting with you soon. And for the rest of you who are still on, please take advantage of Michelle's free gift. Make sure you click on the button on the screen there to collect it. And um, if you have the opportunity, if you are on Facebook, join our Facebook group, Propel Your Momentum, where it's a community of us to support and uh, make sure that your the shifts that you're trying to implement into your life are being supported and we're all in this together. You don't have to do this alone. So hop in there and let us help and be part of your journey as you could be part of ours. Much love and we'll see you soon.